world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battle. We're here to create all new Pokémon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time we talked about a cave system. Yep, we made the Misty Mountains, a name yeah. I still very much love. <laughs> and we made a Pokémon to inhabit those caves. We've got Staligo, which evolves into Stalakoto, which evolves into Cavernicto. Stalactites, stalagmites, and caves. Yeah, not in that order, but yeah. The other way around. <laughs> well, what are we doing today, Alex? I don't know. We have a guest. We have a guest? That must mean we're doing a gym and a gym leader. We don't have any gyms left. Oh, no. Who's the guest? Hi, I'm Tanner. My pronouns are they, them. I'm from Canada. <laughs> Tanner, we have guest questions for you. Okay, what are your questions? I forgot we had guest questions. I know. What is your favorite Pokemon? Choosing a favorite Pokemon is like choosing a favorite child, but also Venonat. <laughs> Interesting. Why Venonat? It's round and poofy. <laughs> it looks like it goes deedle, deedle, deedle. It does. You know, I don't know if it does, well, but it I mean, does look like that. We do like round, squishy, poofy Pokemon here. <laughs> we do. We've made 23 of them. <laughs> What was your first Pokemon game? My first Pokemon game was Pokemon Yellow, which I got nice. for Easter uh, about six months before the release of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> before Ruby and Sapphire? Hold on, what about Gold, Silver, and Crystal? Oh, well, I didn't have a Game Boy when those games were newly released because oh, those were distracting from schoolwork. Ah. And then literally every other person in my class had a Game Boy. So I finally got a Game Boy and then the Pokemon Yellow was on super hyper clearance uh, at Yeah, Walmart. that makes sense. So I played Pokemon Yellow for six months and it was fun and then I was able to get Pokemon Ruby when it came out and I was like wow graphics <laughs> <laughs> yeah colors in my Pokemon <laughs> it's more, more likely than, than you think, think. <laughs> This is going to be some chaotic meme energy today. Oh, Yay. oh, oh, you don't even know. <laughs> we keep to a strict time schedule around here. Half hour episodes. <laughs> Pokemakers so, is very no nonsense. No nonsense allowed. Tanner, you hear that? No nonsense allowed. I actually can't no. hear you. The Discord cut out. Oh, no. <laughs> Tanner, you hear that? <laughs> no nonsense. Discord, I will provide the nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably also mention, by the way, it's our one year anniversary. I <laughs> this is our one year anniversary episode. We don't have anything particularly anniversarial about it. Tanner, where are we going first? Well, I guess first we're going to Trainer's Choice. all our guests in the past, we've known what to expect. Yeah. We've known they're going to make a gym and a gym leader and a puzzle and all that jazz. Your character is something of an enigma to us. You've given us hints and clues when we discussed doing this recording, but we still don't quite know what your plans are. Yes, okay, so let me let me paint you a mind picture for you, okay? So, <laughs> Pokemon. You've heard of them? Uh-huh. Maybe. You know how more so in, like, the first two or three generations than more recently, there was a lot of urban legends going around them, like Mew yeah. is under the truck in that one city, or da-da-da, uh -huh. all that stuff. Uh, uh, you can catch Yoshi if you do this in gold and silver, <laughs> stuff like that. Okay, I haven't heard that one, but sure. <laughs> and then you compare that to now, where there aren't as many rumors because everyone just knows facts right off the hop. Yeah, Joe Merrick mm -hmm. tends to have fully played everything there is to know before you've left the tutorial area. Yeah, but the things sound like those rumors that you would hear on the playground, right? Like <laughs> Galarian... Yamask. Yeah, Galarian Yamask will evolve if it takes X amount of damage and then you bike underneath this archway. <laughs> or... Much yeah. like how you talked about last time, Inky evolves if you flip the thing upside down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
those those do sound fake, which I love. I had a friend who legitimately thought I was messing with them until I did it in front of them. So the thing about these weird evolutions and stuff is that you'll hear about them from hearsay, but if you're just like blinders on playing the game with no outside exposure, you're not gonna learn about them. Like you have to look them up. Like mm. I tried very hard to play Sword and Shield without knowing anything or knowing very little going in. The evolutions though, I did have to look up how to do because there was nothing yeah. telling you how to do them. So I thought I'm gonna make a character who will in some manner help you find out how to evolve Pokemon. I like that. Yeah, that is awesome. It puts me into mind in particular for Pokemon Legends Arceus where the point of the game, unlike previous games where the Pokedex was a thing you could do but you don't really need to, the point of this game is to complete the Pokedex which means evolving certain Pokemon, particularly most of the new ones can't be found in the wild in their evolved forms so you have to catch the unevolved Pokemon and evolve them and they have some really freaking weird evolution methods. So my initial thought was what if they were like the professor's assistant and you could go out and get like a collectible like a Professor Layton hint coin and cash it in with him <laughs> and they would tell you how a certain Pokemon evolves and you don't even have to like have it in your party it could be in your PC or even just registered in your Pokedex and they'll be like oh yeah here's how to evolve it but up but up but up. Yeah. I like that a lot. And then over the course of the years since I pitched this to you and now <laughs> the idea has evolved into kind of a, a, a naughty man kind of guy. So my character is basically a gossip magazine reporter. Ooh. Okay, okay. No, that's fun. And Ooh. this gives me big vibes of Tracy from Breath of the Wild, where you'd find in the stables, you would sometimes find notebooks of this person who's uncovered some deep mystery in Hyrule, and it'll be a clue to go and find a hidden shrine or something. Yeah, yeah. I like it. His name is Porter, because Reporter. He's a little, he's a little scummy. <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean by scummy? <laughs> like, until he meets you, he's willing to publish anything. Okay, tabloid journalism. Yeah. So here's the thing is that I'm not just bringing a Pokemon and an NPC. I'm also bringing a side quest. Sure. I'm here for that. Yeah, we like side quests. You're going to meet Porter and Porter's going to say, I've heard a hundred different rumors about Pokemon evolutions out in the region. And I want you to track them all down and send them to okay. me. He'll pay you for them. And so you'll be going around and you'll find a piece of paper or graffiti on a sign and it'll say something like Eevee evolves into Sylveon it's really happy and knows a fairy move mm. or Galarian Mask will evolve if you drive under this landmark when it's taking this much damage yeah. but it'll also say things like Love Disc will evolve into Alamomala <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> if, if you feed it a hundred poffins stuff like that <laughs> Oh, so dear. there's some that aren't <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Uh -huh. And you have to figure out which ones are and which ones aren't. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's like you read this and then the game narration just goes, you have a feeling this isn't true. <laughs> or if you have yeah. to like actually report it to Porter and Porter will be like, yeah, I'm going to put this in the next issue. Oh, I can't. I know it's not true. And he'll do like a dramatic, <laughs> yeah. like grass has said, no, dramatic. this child has taught me morals. That is fun. Oh yeah. We love character development. Yeah. Especially like a character who's gross. like, yeah, kind of like gross early on. And then <laughs> by interacting with you gradually throughout the game becomes less and less yeah. gross. If I could talk about some characters from Pokemon Legends Arceus. No! <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, but that's that's really cool. I really like that a lot. Yeah. Do you have a visual look for this character in mind? I'm trying, but it's hard because for some reason, whenever I try and picture him, I just get Silen from Black and White. <laughs> okay. I do think he's a greenette. 
Okay. It took me a moment to process what words you were saying there. Love but... green hair. Sure. Probably a shade darker than Silen, and he's got a vest and one of those hats with the press thing stuck inside it at a jaunty yeah. angle. That's yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what that's I was what thinking about. I was about. Like, like, I can picture the hat. <laughs> very 1920s newsy type. Jim, very Jimmy yeah. Olsen. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, definitely, definitely a vest. Yeah, maybe braces. Yeah, could do some suspenders. That's what I mean. Yeah, suspenders. I was about to say, I, th- I think he's, he's grown out of his braces, period. Maybe like a pencil behind the ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. A notebook in like a, the front pocket. Yeah. Kind of. And he he probably has some, like some bags under his eyes because he's up late trying to make a deadline. Yeah. And he's got a skeezy yeah, kind yeah. of grin. Or not quite skeezy, but like, you know Sid, Sidney from the third gen? I think that was his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Type Elite Four member. Okay. Sydney. Yeah, maybe a mouth like that. Okay. You can just hear him saying, <laughs> <laughs> a new story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're going for? No. Okay. One Pokemon that comes to mind as Pokemon that would work with this would be the whole Glass-style, Bristyle evolution family oh, with yeah. their cross-changing evolutions. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember he, we talked about how that would actually work. I don't remember, but he'd give you hints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm thinking, like, after you defeat the evil team, Porter is going to challenge you to a battle, and it's like, I'm going to beat you, and then I'm going to get the rights to the exclusive interview with the person who brought down Team Astro. Yeah! Nice. If I win, I get to have exclusive interview rights with you about how you defeated Team Astro. <laughs> and then after you beat him, he's like, what? You are going to give me the exclusive interview anyways because you like me as a person. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can make a great story even out of losing. I would love if towards the final confrontation, you encounter it. Him and he is like encouraging you and like he has this guise of you should go do this because it'd be a really good story but really he's like rooting for you I'm imagining his party is composed of Pokemon with weird evolution methods yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of him having a chat out not because of any evolution stuff although it does kind of connect to other ideas I had but also just because it's it's the recorder <laughs> I like that yeah so that can be one that he just has like on his shoulder like the whole time you interact with him this is his um dictaphone yeah yeah <laughs> chat up take notes <laughs> take notes <laughs> And my my other thinking was that when you beat the champion, the professor would run in, and then your rival would run in, and then Porter would run in. It's like, can I, can I get this interview too? Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I feel like you'd probably come to Porter to get evolution items as well, potentially in the mm. late game or the post game. Say you've completed a certain quest, you've found out about a certain thing, and they're like, yeah, that's how you do it. Have this item to do this evolution. Or, yeah. no, that's not how you do it. You need this item for the evolution. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be the main game has enough items for the Pokemon in the game. So like if there's only two Pokemon that you can naturally catch with a Fire Stone, there's only going to be two Fire Stones yeah. you can actually find. But once you start working on the natural decks, then he just starts yeah. handing them out to you. Yeah, I do like that. He starts off as just kind of a skeezy dude trying to make money, but by the post game, he's like doing actual research. Yeah. Well, maybe the first one gives you for free for helping, but then after that, you've got to start paying because, hey, uh, I'm yeah. not running a charity here. I've got, you know, I've got to, got to, <laughs> got to put food on the table. That's fair. <laughs> but he will pay you for research assistance. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. He's not being unfair or unreasonable about it. It's just, yeah. you know, not going to give you handouts just because. Yeah. What do you think this is, a video game? <laughs> I then... love this. <laughs> just, just, just so you know, I'm very into this. It's delightful. <laughs> and then as for his party, well, to find out his Pokemon, we can go to Who's That Pokemon? 
All right, Tana, so we've got a character. Now we're expecting a Pokemon with, I imagine, a particularly weird, bizarre evolution method. Yes, maybe not necessarily as weird as some of the other ones, but it's not a sure. standard evolution method. But also keeping in mind who we're dealing with, this Pokemon, Porter's signature Pokemon, it's gotta be a little freak. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little nasty boy. Gonna be a little bit skeezy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing a dark type. We don't have anything akin to, what were the goblins in Sword and Shield called? Impidimp? Yeah. We don't have anything like that yet. We need some, we need, we just need a little goblin guy. I mean, the base form is probably goblinish, but that's not quite what I was thinking necessarily. No, that's <laughs> no I just mean, I mean goblin in a very, very loose sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like goblin energy. If yeah, not goblin, goblin persona. Yeah. So my thinking was, so how are you necessarily tracking down all of these rumors? You need something that can sniff them out. Ah. You need the rumor Pokemon. Okay. You need Rumongrel. <laughs> Hold oh. on, you came in here with a name already? Name right off the bat. That's the hardest part. You've like done so much work for us. And that's also a very good name. That's very good. Is it a dog? Is it not a dog? It is a dog. In my mind, it's a cross between Motley from the Hanna-Barbera <laughs> cartoons and that kid from Recess, like the snitch. Oh, uh, okay. Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randall. Oh, that's... <laughs> so bipedal? Are we are we talking bipedal? Yes, the evolution is much more vague, but the base form is this little gremlin-y bipedal pedal dog with like a notepad and a dirt-eating grin. Yeah. It, it definitely goes <laughs> very scruffy. Makes the sound. <laughs> Fur on end, kind of patchy all over. Mm. Looks like they've been in a scrap. Yeah. yeah. I don't know necessarily if you would get one from Porter. I'm thinking the areas where the offices for the magazine are are also like near patches of grass. The only patches of grass in the game where you can find Rumongrel. Yeah. And then if you interact with it in the overworld, it'll be like, Rumongrel thinks that there's a rumor this way. And they'll be like a point or whatever. <laughs> it's only just occurred to me as well, though. This plays so well into the cryptid themes of our legendary Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really like, Porter's absolutely going to be out there looking for Spookoom as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I normally focus on Pokemon Evolutions, but this mysterious Pokemon, well, how could I not? After you and Porter have learned all about all the Pokemon Evolutions, he starts investigating the rumors about legendaries, and he's like, yeah. oh, I have to learn Braille now. <laughs> So Rumongrel, obviously a combination of Rumor, Monger, and yeah, Mongrel. Yeah. yeah. Now the evolution, I'm kind of vague on in terms of form, and I have a name, I'm not sure if it's the best name, but the way you evolve it, well, since this is a Pokemon that likes collecting rumors, once you've collected like 50 different rumors, then Rumongrel will evolve. Oh, nice. boy. You gotta do the side quest to get your Pokemon to evolve. <laughs> exactly. On, 50 different ones? How many are there? I, I said like 100. <laughs> I mean, we can always adjust the numbers, but also this game isn't real, so it's not like yeah, the yeah. exact numbers don't matter that much. They don't necessarily have to be weird. It could just be like, I heard a rumor that Zubat evolves at this level. Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, as long as they're then easy enough to collect and turn in, and you can turn in multiple at once. Yeah. Yeah, and since Rumongrel can help you track them down, it's not like you have to have Cerebi open to track down every single Zygarde cell. <laughs> yeah, you can probably get some of them from, like, talking to random NPCs in town. Sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them, like, graffiti or, like, graphs of paper. Like, there's a lot of different ways yeah. you could incorporate that. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like everyone all is already trained to talk to every NPC uh -huh. and look in every garbage can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look in every garbage can. That's where you're gonna get that good stuff. So what are, yeah, what are your thoughts on evolution then? Evolution, the name I have is Mutthound. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. I don't know if that's too far away from the theme, though, necessarily. Um, necessarily. Well, tell us about the Pokemon, and then we'll see what works. So the, really, the only thoughts I have are that its name might be Mudhound, and it's probably Dark Psychic, because it knows things now. I mm. like that. Mm. What was the typing on the first one? Just dark? Yeah, mono dark. I can also see Gwen, our dark type gym leader, having one of these, because it very much seems like the kind of Pokemon that people would abandon, because it's a scruffy, ugly dog. Yeah. So that's great. This is meshing so well with everything that we've already established. Yeah. I mean, in universe, yeah, it might be a sad abandoned Pokemon, but I feel like everyone would want it on their team because oh, it's yeah, just no, a absolutely. little nasty. Well, it's like Mimikyu, right? Oh, every- yeah. everyone hates Mimikyu. It's not really Pikachu, except no, everyone loves it way more than Pikachu. Yeah. To the point that they had to dress up Pikachu like Mimikyu. <laughs> The players of the game and the NPCs in world have very different opinions on things. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. But yeah, so Mutt plus Bloodhound, because Bloodhounds sniff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if there's anything that like goes more into like the rumor theme or even like the reporter or journalism theme. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like something else that conveys the other aspect of it as well. Mm. Mind, knowledge, brain. Knowing things. <laughs> <laughs> Information. <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia page for hunting dogs just to get some breeds. Oh, pointers are hunting dogs. What what if it was repointer? Ooh, I mm. like the pointer. That's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining as well, when it evolves, it does become a bit more sleek. It's like a bit more refined now. Yeah. A little bit less scruffy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, I have I have a vision coming to me. Okay. It's it's still scruffy, but a different kind of scruffy, like a Columbo kind of scruffy. <laughs> okay. 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 Columbo is in right now. Just one more thing. <laughs> I know the memes. Uh, just, just one, just one more thing. I, I'm trying to find a Columbo voice here. Bear with me. Uh, just one more thing. I, uh, what if it was Columbeagle? Columbeagle. <laughs> Fun, but might be hitting the nail on the head a bit hard. <laughs> I think that's the kind of thing that people would get to nickname this Pokemon. Yeah. I think Repointer is very good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very sold on that. It's still kind of scruffy. It's bipedal. I mean, it's a Pokemon, so it can't literally be wearing a trench coat, but it's got, like, <laughs> its fur rumpled just so, so it looks like a trench coat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark Psychic is a type. That's Inke, Malamar, and Koopa. Yeah. Pretty uncommon type combination. Especially for a Pokemon that's, like, well, Hoopa is known to be mischievous. Oh, yeah. And Inke is as well. Malamar literally wants to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, half of all Pokemon want to kill you. No, but like... Paris wants to kill you. <laughs> Most Pokemon want to kill you because of instinct. Malamar wants to kill you because it has decided to. It thinks it'll be fun. But I think it'd be nice to have a dark psychic type that, you know, is just kind of a little guy, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Shall we talk abilities? Okay. Rumongrel definitely has pickup. Sure. Classic. Sure. Well, I'd like to make a suggestion for an ability as well. All right. I think this is the first time we've actually gotten to do this because one of our custom abilities that we've already made ourselves for another Pokemon feels like it would fit here. Okay. We have for John's gym Pokemon for the Steel type gym, Trufflet and Ferrano had a new ability that we made called Keen Nose. Ah! Yeah. They also, for what it's worth, had pickup as abilities. <laughs> Keen Nose prevents the opponent Pokemon from boosting their evasion because the nose is too good I can always find where they are no matter what they try to do yeah so oh, good. that feels kind of fitting here it does yeah that makes it a lot of sense for, for both of them yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's nose, nose things. <laughs> this might be too on the nose and also maybe a little OP, but maybe the hidden ability for Repointer is Disguise, the oh. ability that Mimikyu has. Oh. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Mmm. Wow. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that, that, 
that's fun like i love those abilities that like feel like they're defining for a pokemon but then being one of certain abilities for this mm, yeah can you remind me what that does tana the text is once per battle the shroud that covers the pokemon can protect it from attack oh that's oh, the Mimikyu nice. one i'm thinking of zoro and zoroark yeah oh i mean that one might work too might work better actually disguise could work but then you'd want it to have a kind of another form of some description it has a fake mustache again. yeah <laughs> it's like you know when dogs have like a little like doggy mustache mm -hmm. but then does the regular one that doesn't have this ability have the mustache or not have the mustache because it doesn't have the ability to change form. oh that's that's true mm. that's where ones like that get a bit tricky Mimikyu doesn't change form the fake head on top collapses oh right it's a subtle form change but it's, it's technically a, a technically change a form sprite. change yeah. yeah would moxie make sense as an ability moxie could absolutely work just, just because you got moxie kid yeah for both or just for one <sighs> I think it would work for both. So you mentioned pickup for Remongrel. Moxie definitely feels like the kind of ability that could replace pickup on the evolution, potentially. Yeah, and then I was thinking maybe the hidden ability, and I guess this could be for both, would be analytic. Okay, analytic. What does that one do? It boosts move power when the Pokemon moves last. Also, it's just like, I'm, I'm picking abilities that are thematic. It's like, oh, it's a reporter. It's, it's analyzing. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> That's how it yeah. should work, yeah. That's great. I love abilities for conveying flavor about a Pokemon more than, like, I, mean, I like ones that work in a cool mechanical way too but I love ones that yeah convey an idea about the Pokemon not yeah. otherwise conveyed by it but now there's a part of me that wants that one to be the evolution change because initially it's kind of just it's picking things up it's picking up whatever it can find but then when it evolves it becomes more analytical it becomes more intellectual and it's like now now I'm gonna like pinpoint on sure like the exact that's thing. true yeah well then Moxie could be the hidden ability yeah so you could do pick up into analytic and then Moxie is the hidden yeah like it doesn't it doesn't have to be have excellent abilities because that's that's the other thing that I forgot to mention is that this is like a a textbook example of a gimmick Pokemon, which I don't think you guys necessarily have <laughs> yeah. had before. Yeah. No, that's fair. No, yeah, this is very much a kind of thing that we haven't had mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's also making me think, like, should this be connected to an elemental shard that, like, this Pokemon has just the ability to find things in general in the overworld? Like, an item finder ability. Yeah. And it's like, there's this Pokemon, there's truffle finding pigs as well that find mm -hmm. other items. So maybe, like, certain Pokemon can do it innately. Other Pokemon with the use of an elemental shard could also do it. Potentially so have you guys picked a thing for the psychic shard to do? Because usually the item fighter is literally a dousing machine. We've not. So it would make sense if we just transfer that to the psychic yeah. shard. Yeah. The one aspect for that that then gets a bit tricky because the psychic gym is our second gym in the north, which would be the seventh gym uh, if you're starting in the south. So you wouldn't yeah. get it to late. But you don't necessarily need an item finder. Nah, if you don't have an item fighter early on, people are going to be like, where's the item finder? Did I miss it? <laughs> <laughs> Specific details on that part we can hammer out later. Was there anything else we wanted to say about this Pokemon? I don't think so. I think we've covered everything. Okay. In that case, because it's our one year anniversary episode, I'm going to throw in a little bonus. Ooh. I've got a bonus, which is, to be fair, partly because it's something I should have done on a previous episode and kind of forgot. But I've got a bonus I'll see invariant Pokemon for us oh. uh, that I forgot to do at the time. And it's one that I've actually prepared art for. <gasps> What? <laughs> Actually, if you could just look away from the screen for a moment so I can pull it up, and then I'll share okay. it with Tanner on Discord, so you can both see it at the same time. Okay, Alex, you can look. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Um, could one of you please tell me what you're currently seeing? Um, It's Ditto, but he's got Ditto's a goatee gonna start a new metal and band. some angry eyebrows, he's gonna start and a, new a metal darker band. color. It's 
Ditto's evil twin? <laughs> this is all C and Ditto. So modern games always want to have Ditto in them is the thing. Yeah. Because it's important for breeding and stuff, so most games will now just put it in the Pokedex just to make it easier. Yeah. So why not, instead of just, oh, here's Ditto yet again, why not do a twist on Ditto that also plays into what our game can do that other games can't? So all C and Ditto is a ghost type. Okay. And it doesn't transform into the Pokemon itself. It transforms into their shadow. Oh. And it does that, so like it, it have a variant on the move transform with a different name and its ability instead of having Limber or Imposter or whatever it would have Shadow as its ability Okay. which means it, like, it would transform the moment it comes into battle instead of having to wait and the key difference here between Ditto's regular transformation and Shadow is that it adds a third type to the Pokemon using the same system as the Elemental Shards and okay. makes it a ghost type <laughs> oh. um, this is incredible <laughs> What you hath wrought. I will put up the art for this the same day the episode releases so people can see what I did to this. <laughs> this, this it's just the Sugimori art, but I put it through a filter online to change the color. <laughs> Because I couldn't be bothered to figure out how to actually change the colour. And then I added a goatee and eyebrows to make it look angry. Well, because also regional variants have to have a different personality than their regular yeah. counterparts. Yeah. Oh, so it, it does still fit the theme of the episode, which is a nasty little freak. It does! <laughs> yeah! And also, we talked about disguise and imposter, you know, all these kinds of things. There's a part of me that wants to make it normal ghost as well, so that Lily could use it on her team. <laughs> I think Lily would be freaked out by this thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this gives me big worst timeline from community. <laughs> yeah, very uh, much. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually a real goatee. It's just a bit of felt that got stuck to Ditto. But Ditto's so gloopy, it's just stuck there. <laughs> Happy one year Pokemaker's anniversary. I got you evil Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I love evil Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> So today, we have created a nasty little boy as an NPC. <laughs> We've got Porter. Who is a... Reporter. Of, yeah, sort of a skeezy <laughs> gossip reporter. Yeah, who wants to report on obscure evolution methods, or sometimes just regular evolution methods, but wants to get the truth out to the people. Yeah. Or whatever, or sell the paper. Exactly. Yeah, to sell the paper. <laughs> and then also we've created his signature Pokemon. Yeah, we've got Remongrel, a pure dark type nasty little boy. <laughs> <laughs> An equally skeezy Pokemon with patchy, what's the word I'm looking for? Stuck up fur. It looks like Poochiana. <laughs> so, somewhat Poochiana, like, I'm picturing like a blend of Poochiana and Perserker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a scruffy little dog <laughs> who digs in your trash and finds the truth. <laughs> and through researching rumors, can evolve into Repointer, which is a dark psychic type, mm. a little bit more refined. Yeah. Still a little scruffy, still a little bit trash dog. But can really pick out the juicy details from the scoop. Knows things now. And as a one year anniversary bonus, I also brought to the table Olsey and Ditto. Ditto's evil twin. <laughs> Ditto's evil twin with a goatee and angry <laughs> eyebrows that's a ghost type or maybe a normal ghost type, not quite sure, that can transform into other Pokemon's shadows by adding on the ghost type to what their typing naturally is. Very fun. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tanner, for joining us. I love Love everything that you've brought us. Thank you for having me and entertaining my weird, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Oh, no, they're so good. It works really well. Like everything came together and worked really well with so what's already good. established and established some cool new things for us as well. Would you like to tell the audience where they can find you? 
On the internet? On the internet. You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart or on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. And you could also find one of the podcasts I do with my friend Lindsay called Not If I Reboot You First. It's a podcast where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has the chance to. Both Alex and JD have been on it, both separately and togetherly. If you want to find that on Twitter, it's at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not If I Reboot You First. It's pronounced near <laughs> And I am also on a podcast called Loser Like Me, which you can find on Twitter at Loser Like Me Pod. It's a podcast for me and my other friend Christina. Talk about every single episode of Glee. And by the time this comes out, we're probably just about to or have just finished season two. Nice. And I also have the podcast Pokemon Adventures of the Millennium, which is a Pokemon tabletop united actual play podcast with me and Lindsay and our friend Duncan and her brother and my friend Ryan and their players and I'm the DM and we Pokemon and we do swear on that show. We swear on all my shows. But also Adventures of the Millennium is on hiatus right now. That's just as well. I'm not sure our listeners would be very interested in the Pokemon podcast. There is a backlog though, yeah? <laughs> there, there is a 70 episode backlog and we'll, we'll be back some point, I'm sure. In the meantime, thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as Home Viewing, Them's the Facts, and our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. And while you're there on Twitter, you can also find us at Pokemakers. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, PTC H-E-W. If you have any art, suggestions, themes, ideas, anything you'd like to share inspired by the podcast, we would love to see it. Send us anything you want. We want the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> we want the juicy details. That hot goss. Yeah, give us the hot goss. We want pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> you can also email us, podcast at gmail.com. But until next time, gotta, gotta make them all. all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. So here's what you missed on Loser Like Me. A musical TV show called Glee aired for six seasons and Christina and Tanner decided to rewatch the whole thing. It's really wild. Anything goes on this show. The whole conflict is about a cheerleading coach trying to destroy a glee club. But it's also about finding your true self and being special. Well, their teacher's a cuck and I'm pretty sure his degree fell off the back of a truck. There's lots of yelling about good representation from the show and the two of us. And I don't think the writers are always sure what show they're even writing. Yeah. Tanner gets passionate about Kurt. Christina gets really upset about incorrect use of Spanish. Look, it happens. And so many interesting characters don't get the screen time they deserve. Like Tina, Ari, Mike, So if you Mercedes, want to hear what was going on Lauren, beyond just Bethany, the singing and the dancing, Matt, check out Loser Like Me. It's a podcast where we find the best parts of this show and hold nothing back talking about the worst ones. You can find us on whatever podcast provider you use. Or on Twitter at LoserLikeMePod. And, and that's, that's what, what you missed, missed on Glee! Glee.